broadcasting on the BBC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the BBC. Hello and welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode 83 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom. I'm here with Trevor and Damon. How's it, how's it going, fellas? Good. This is, the, this is the first time we're together with nobody else in a long yeah. time. That's that's true. Just the three... The th- Not that we don't like Chad, but... <laughs> the, three, the three musketeers? The three caballeros? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think, yeah. Go ahead, Something Trevor. Sorry. Like <laughs> something something like that yeah it's it hasn't been the three of us in, in quite a while so or maybe was it two episodes ago did we do i don't remember mm, i don't know i i was gone there for a bit so i think it's been yeah, since I think the, like wait March. the first yeah the first episode you came back was the chat episode chat, right yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i have to say guys i don't know if either one of you got to play trivia but i was i was a little uh i i was disappointed in myself <laughs> I was beating you for a while, which should be totally disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had a couple problems too, where I fat fingered at least two or three questions wrong, and then there was another one where my screen had just like dimmed, and so I just touched my screen to come back on again, and it was right when the question came up, and I was like, "No, uh, I, yeah. I, I have to say that I enjoyed it more than I thought." Oh, nice. And I didn't necessarily love the technical aspect of the questions. I, <clears throat> again, as I stated when I was on the actual thing, I would love a Disney afternoon, cartoon afternoon one. Like I'd be in on that. Sign me up. I think I'd be in the minority though is the problem. Well, I, I told him that he needs to, he needs to do a cartoon one for you. So I would crush. I would crush. <laughs> yeah. First of all, me and Trevor would be unstoppable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our team would come in first. <laughs> that, that, that's a whole ocean of information there that we haven't really tapped into yet. So yeah, we, we would we would crush that. <laughs> well, and you know, I was disappointed in myself. I was doing really well in the. the I was beating you in transportation category. for like four or five questions, and then I fell apart. Like I just totally nosedived. It was the <laughs> it was the color monorail question that one got and, me too. That and then I was too. done after that. Then I was just I was disappointed in myself. Sorry, I, I wasn't able to make it. What was the color monorail question? I just. I just want to see if I might he, have known it. He asked what two monorail colors are were retired. Uh I want to say green and I can't, and I think purple. I think it was I think it was I teal it was and pink. peach. Was it teal and yeah, peach? No, I yeah, know. I think it was teal and peach. But you're you're right. I mean, you're right there. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, yeah I, I knew it was something like that. <laughs> and it was multiple choice, so you probably yeah. would have been good. Yeah. Well, he also got me a couple times too, where it was. He like, tries to be sneaky. Yeah, he was sneaky. So and it's quick, right? So the fa- faster you answer, the the more points you get, right? And that's the only reason I was beating Tom is on the easy ones. I just have the you know video game finger that he does not have. <laughs> I do not. No, and and so Trevor, where it got me one time is it asked uh, what replaced the people mover in Disneyland, and he, you know, and I know that's what what that's called, but he had it as rocket. Um, oh gosh, he had two different rocket answers. And I, I chose the wrong. I chose the first one I saw, and it was immediately wrong. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was like, and I immediately was like, no! Like I saw it immediately. So I, it was that kind of stuff. And then you know there was some listening stuff where you had to do where you had to like kind of sing songs in your head almost. Uh, so I, I don't know. It was it was tough. He had some tough questions in there. Uh, sounds fun. I'm sorry I wasn't able to make it, but uh, yeah, I think uh, we might have to start lobbying for you know maybe a cartoon session <laughs> he'll do it man he, he's he, he said he'd do it so I, i'm just i'm sad our you know our team came in like i think we came in like fourth or something like that so 
you know. I, I just feel like the problem would be is like I'd want to do the questions and the answers for the cartoon one. Like you I mean, need somebody that knows cartoons to do it. You right. can't just randomly pick and choose, right? It's not cartoons aren't like that. So that that's the tough part of it. Well, you know, talk to talk to Chad. He might he might let you be like a guest writer. I I know originally he had uh, asked me to write questions, but I want to play too. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> that's what I mean. That's that's the tough part of it. Can, can I tell you guys? You guys can make fun of me for this. Maybe I'm not sure, but I was. <laughs> <laughs> so I was watching. Did you guys watch watch up? Uh, what is it? Prop culture on Disney Plus? Did either one of you guys watch that? No, watched one episode of it so far. Okay, well, so I, I really enjoyed it. And they had one where they were talking to, um, and gosh, I'm forgetting which Sherman brother it is that they had on there. I, I forget. Uh, but he was talking about writing It's a Small World. I swear to you guys, I never knew this. I always took It's a Small World, meaning like, you know, the way you say it to somebody else, you're like, oh, I guess it's a small world because I saw this random person and, you know, at Disney or something, right? He was saying that it was written because it's 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 a small word refers to children that it's small little people ch- children it's a, it's a world full of children small people <laughs> and I was like wait a second in my whole life I thought it was just always meant that we're all similar and you know it's a it's a, you know what I'm saying here <laughs> this, is, this blew my mind. I do, and I think I would agree with you. I think I was in that same mindset. So okay, yeah. good. I'm not crazy then, Trevor. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I, I, I thought I always thought it was you know taken with you know celebrating different cultures around the world and and yeah, showing all of our similarities. Which yeah, you know the the small world aspect, but the kids thing makes sense too. I just it does. Oh, never it makes thought sense. It. <laughs> I just would have never thought about. It. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It makes sense though. Yeah, I just never would have thought about it that way. And I saw that, and I was like, "Wait a second. He's saying that it's a small world refers to just you know everybody in this ride are kids. So <laughs> it's just I, that just kind of blew my mind. And I thought maybe I was in the minority on that. I thought maybe I just I, I, I was I never knew that. But I'm glad. Okay, I feel better now. You guys. You guys are making me feel a little bit better that I, you guys thought of it the same way. So <laughs> anyway, that was random. But I was thinking of that being a good trivia question because I feel like that would fool like 99% of people. So I wouldn't disagree there. <laughs> he had some tough ones in there. He had some pretty obscure stuff in there, though. So I, it was uh, it was interesting. I'll have to try and catch the next one if uh, life he rocks them two, two, two times a week or something, right? I think they're Wednesdays and Fridays. Yeah, I, I do see the post come up on Facebook. It's just like I said before, it's strange how being at home, you end up busier yeah. than when you have to go. Oh, work. my goodness. <laughs> no, I mean, I laid down this whole weekend. All I did was do like pine straw and mulch and, you know, stuff that I would have normally been like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's so true. It's oh, By the way, guys, I don't know if you saw, but we, we uh, now have uh, 100 subscribers to our, our, our fledgling uh, YouTube channel. So that's that's good news. Oh, excellent. Yeah, so now so now our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash the letter C slash welcome home podcast. So what do you mean the letter C? I don't know. They made me put that in there. I don't know why. It was part of the you couldn't just do youtube.com slash welcome home podcast. Wait. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
I also, by the yeah, way, yes, you through- can. Don't ever listen to Tom. It's just youtube.com no, slash welcome home podcast. Okay. Well, I, please don't listen. That's to how it shows. That's how it, if you go in the settings of our channel, it has the C in there. So I don't know. I didn't try welcome. I didn't try youtube.com slash welcome home podcast. So I, I guess it's fine. Uh, I, I did notice when I searched for welcome home podcast on YouTube that another welcome home came up that just published like a month ago. So I'm like, is there another welcome home podcast or is it the one that already existed? Now they're just getting onto YouTube. I don't know. <laughs> I just need to copyright this name and then just start threatening to sue all these other welcome homes. That's that's really what we need to do. It is some something new. It's a new one. So yeah. there's another welcome home. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I think so. It's the welcome home podcast, not uh, welcome home podcast. What is that? Yeah. All right. So, Damon, I apologize. YouTube.com slash welcome home podcast. I didn't even try it because it said on there that it was slash C slash welcome home podcast. So um, I did upload some videos from our Facebook page to the YouTube channel. So those are on there. Uh, so it's older videos, but, uh, you know, there's a newer one of, of the last Illuminations show. I did put that up there from when I, I did that when I was when I was down there last year. So that's a newer video. But there's there's a couple different videos on there. Like I said, we're gonna try to keep putting more stuff. I'm just watching this other Welcome Home podcast now that has seven subscribers. <laughs> yeah, seven subscribers. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, they they just started though, right? So, I, they, yeah, I guess I don't know. They're very uh, Zen like. Okay. <laughs> interesting interesting i it is interesting that our that this name is used by many different places and different podcasts and they all are different kinds of shows like none of them are this are the same really yeah. right oh you're you're talking about that other one the welcome home podcast <laughs> yeah oh i was talking about the one above that which is just welcome home podcast i don't even i i, I oh, don't I, i'm one. not even on youtube right now it seems like you two are just doing this oh my goodness there's <laughs> another one called the welcome home podcast it's different than the other welcome home podcast and then another one welcome home podcast episode though my goodness gracious it's i listen at least we own the url nobody else has the the youtube.com slash welcome home podcast so at least we got that well, because right? all they have is like 50 views and two subscribers. Yeah. <laughs> Not that we have that many more, but you know, we're, we're, we're getting there. We're, it's, it's, it takes time, right? Yeah. Our hundred pushed us over the top here. It did. It did. So, so we got, we got that. That's good news. Uh, so the other thing I wanted to, I don't know if you guys want to talk about any other, you know, randomness before we, we really get into what we have planned for today. Okay, I always want to talk about randomness because I want to talk yeah, about sure, my, my other podcast that I just recorded, which is why I'm tired already. So if I get a little more love on uh, this other podcast, you know, it's funny. I'm on one podcast. I forget the name of the other one. So the Boomtron podcast, you know, again, I said I would give away some pins. Someone t- took me up and, and liked the Boomtron podcast page because they're looking for the welcome home pin. So I don't know oh. what that, yeah, I don't know what nice. that says about our podcast, but it says something good about this podcast, I guess. So <laughs> yes, we're covering Netflix original shows, but what I'm I'm looking for is for people to listen and to tell me what they don't like about it. Free reign to tell me what you hate about the other show. Not this show, because there's nothing to hate about what There's nothing to hate about what we do here. <laughs> Everything's great. Everything's amazing. Yes. It, yeah, unless we're doing a live show, and then people seem to hate that for some reason. <laughs> they don't like Jeffrey. They're mad about Jeffrey. Some people like Jeffrey. I, there are people that like Jeffrey. There are others that are like, what is the, what's with the puppet? <laughs> but I don't know how you don't like Jeffrey. I find Jeffrey funny. Yes. I would agree. 
Any nonsense you have to, to bring up, Trevor? <laughs> no, I I can't top Jeffrey. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll just need to get. I I, I kind of want to get you on, Damon, but we like blur your face out, like it's uh you you know it's like a cops or something. We're blurring Witness your face protection out. Protection program. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Would, we could do that. Yeah, <laughs> we could do that. Just blur your face out, and you know, we could tease that you're going to come on the show finally, and then you come on and you're all blurred out. It'd be really fun. <laughs> <laughs> I think people would really be mad then. Then we get really some really bad reviews. We probably would. We probably would. We would. We would. So I wanted to update everybody on my vacation plans. And then we're going to talk about all the news that came out over the past two weeks since we've been gone. Of course, there's been a ton of news. This is what happens when you do a podcast every two weeks is there's a ton of things that happen in between your podcast that everybody has been talking about for a while. But you know what? That just means that you guys get to you know wait and speculate about what we're going to talk about and what our opinions are going to be, right? So... I guess that makes it fun. But anyway, so I just had to cancel my October trip that I've talked about uh, on the show. So as most of you know that listen to the show, I had canceled my April trip, obviously, because everybody, all the trips in April were canceled, uh, reschedules it to the beginning of October. Uh, but unfortunately, you know, because of everything that's going on, uh, you know, my wife is a teacher. I think I've talked about this on the show before and she works, uh, typically on a year round schedule. Uh, but because of everything that's going on, they had to change the schedule for next year to a traditional schedule for one year, basically. And so that pretty much eliminated that week of being off for my wife. So that basically required us to cancel our, our trip. I was thinking to myself though, I, you know, I was going to use my annual passes and now instead of extending my annual pass, I believe I can get a refund for those four months that they were closed for, for that amount. So I might do that. I think that's the policy going around, right? Uh, yeah, I believe you. Yeah. You, you probably want to look into that sooner than later. Cause I don't know what the window was on them. Like, I don't, I don't know if that's still ongoing or not. That's a good question. I, you just, you have to call and I just have been yeah. like, I don't know if I really want to call the pass holder line right now, <laughs> you know? Yeah, that that's the hard part, right? Is it's like you you want to you want to change plans, you want to you know, even I guess canceling your trip. Like, I guess I'm curious how difficult that's going to be at this point. <laughs> oh, so I actually already canceled it. I did it. Oh. Uh, I did it through the website, and so but all the points did go back into the uh, to this use year. Uh, even the ones I borrowed, but then, so then I chatted with somebody, which I, I only waited a minute to chat with somebody. And I said, Hey, can my points get, you know, unborrowed? And they were like, Oh yeah, it's an automatic process. It'll take, you know, 15 business days or whatever. It could take up to 15 business days. I was like, Oh, okay. So I, I did it all online. I didn't have to call at all. Oh, okay. Good to know. Um, which was, yeah, which was really nice. Uh, I did have to do it last time because of how I had it booked. So, like I had it booked on two separate contracts and it, you can't do that one online because they were like linked. So they were linked reservations because they were under two separate reservation numbers. And in order to do that, I had to call. So I couldn't even do that over chat. They wouldn't do it over chat either. But, uh, but no, it was pain free. I did it completely online and it was took a set, you know, took a minute. It was real, real easy. So uh, it's unfortunate, but yeah, well, so I, I guess to to kind of dovetail onto that, I know for so we have our trip in October as well, and we haven't officially canceled it yet, but it's really looking that way, which sucks. But um, not not exactly the same situation as you, Tom. But you know, just kind of looking at you know where everything is now, like with school and you know businesses opening back up and everything is. I honestly don't know if October will even be a good time to go. 
and that's that's the hard part right is is like there's just so much unknown you just don't know what things are going to be like in october you know i'm in november and i still don't know what i want to do yeah so i just feel like it's a it's it's like it's a waste of money to go and not either not get into the parks or i don't even know yeah so actually yeah why why don't we get into talking about the opening policies and everything here, because yeah. I think that's, that's affecting a lot of my decisions around my trip. And I think it's the same way, Damon. Yeah, sure. Let's do you want to, can we talk DVC stuff real quick with, no. with around no. this? No, <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> well, we usually start with DVC stuff. So well, then you shouldn't, you shouldn't ask the question then about our trip. <laughs> All right, fine. Let's, we'll just get right into the reopening stuff. Okay. Go. Who, who wants to start with this? All right, I'll just do uh, it. There you go. <laughs> I was going to say that this is a long one. You, yeah. All right, you, I'm going to try to hit the high points here. Okay, so we'll and I because this is a lot of stuff going on, right? And and I think everybody has seen this going through Facebook and all the seen all the news. But I'll, I'll try to hit all the high points here. Okay, so uh, Disney received approval uh, to open Walt Disney World. Uh, you know, starting on Saturday, July 11th. That's going to be for Magic Kingdom and for Animal Kingdom. Uh, I should go back just for a second and note that the DVC resorts will be opening on uh, June 22nd. So the DVC resorts at, at Disney World will be opening on June 22nd. The uh, Hilton Head Island Resort and Vero Beach open on June 15th. Uh, so, and then after that, uh, we have Epcot and Hollywood Studios will open on Wednesday, July 15th. So uh, shortly after that, uh, Epcot and Hollywood Studios will open. Uh, there will be s- apparently some previews before that for uh, cast members, and they say Affinity. Uh, which I'm guessing means pass holder DVC. So there'll probably be some DVC previews as well as uh, some some pass holder previews before that. Uh, it's going to be a lot like Shanghai, essentially. So if you've been paying attention to what they're doing in Shanghai, very similar. There's going to be a new uh, reservation system, which we we had speculated about, you know. And this is, you know, note this is this is different from obviously from uh, what Universal is doing, uh, where they're not necessarily doing a reservation system, uh, but Disney is doing that. So you are going to have to secure a reservation in advance uh, with this new system, and you know they're still working on the details of that, I believe. Uh, but you know, because the parts are going to be a limited capacity, you know, I think everybody has heard all this stuff. There's the social distancing, the face masks will be enforced throughout the parks, temperature checks, uh, required to access the parks, hand sanitizer will be available. Um, there's also going to be relaxation zones, which is something we've also seen, uh, universal doing as well. There, uh, mobile food ordering is really going to be, uh, encouraged quite a, quite a lot. And, uh, cashless transactions are going to be encouraged, which is going to be great. You know, you can just use your, your magic band for, for, you know, anybody staying at the resort and, uh, you know, that'll be easier for them. But, uh, there's a lot of different ways you can do that. Uh, character meet and greets and players are temporarily closed. Parades, fireworks, other events are also temporarily suspended. Uh, the only, uh, the interesting thing, they are going to have one character, uh, reserva- uh, restaurant open, and that's, uh, Topolino's Terrace at, uh, Riviera will have, uh, a character dining going on, modified, of course, but that will be going on. Uh, I'm guessing they're going to use that as kind of like a test, uh, just to kind of see how that goes and then see, you know, open other ones slowly after that. That, that would be my, be my guess. Uh, so we mentioned the reservation system as of right now, uh, all new ticket sales are, are paused and Disney hotel reservations are also paused. Uh, so you can't, uh, actually book anything new. Now DVC members can still make new reservations that, that, uh, that is the only thing 
that's different there is DVC members can still do it. Um, and, you know, existing ticket holders in AP uh, will be able to make reservations before any new tickets are sold. So, uh, and again, this is, this is all very fluid. So there's going to be a lot more information coming uh, soon about this. Uh, essentially, there's going to be some different things here. We talked about mobile order. There's going to be uh, arrival windows. So it's going to kind of tell you uh, when to, you know, when to show up, you're going to, you're going to select a time when you're going to show up. And then a lot of people, if you've done ordering through an app, uh, anytime, like, uh, I think Chick-fil-A does this, uh, McDonald's does it, you order through the app. And then when you get there, you hit, I'm here. And then they start making it. It's, it's, it, it's the way that actually that it works now with mobile ordering as well. Uh, so then a couple other things that, that, that is all of the different things that are going on there. But, uh, they also went forward and canceled all dining reservations, experiences, dining plans, and fast passes. All of that got canceled for everybody. Uh, I don't know if it was for the rest of the year. I think initially they said for the rest of the year, but I, I don't think that was the case. So I, I think it's, you know, they're just, I, I understand why they had to do it, but I know that a lot of people are upset about this one. So I'm going to, I'm going to get all this information out and then we can all, we can talk about this, <laughs> but cause we'll just get all this out there and then we'll talk about it. Uh, and then, you know, as far as restaurants go, uh, there's going to be, you know, the behind the scenes tours are going to be limited. Uh, some restaurants may be closed. Um, you know, a lot of the dining reservations, since everything was canceled, they're, they're moving everything from a 180 day booking window to a 60 day booking window for dining. Uh, so going forward, it's going to be 60 days. Obviously that's, that's temporary. Uh, fast pass completely suspended, uh, for the time being, uh, you know, as they, as they, you know, get the, the queue space together to manage capacity and uh, set up uh, physical distancing. Uh, so they're, they already automatically canceled all the fast pass selections. Uh, and then extra magic hours are also not going to be available either. And then we talked about the, uh, the reservation system. So that's again, still talking about it. Now, the interesting thing is here, this has come out just fairly recently here is that there will be no park hopping allowed. Uh, so park hopping will be temporarily suspended as well. Uh, you can only request one park per day. Uh, reservations are going to be made in My Disney Experience. And it, it should be noted, too, that resort guests are not going to be guaranteed uh, to get a reservation. So that, that's going to be interesting how that goes. I don't don't know how they're going to do that, but should be should be very interesting. Uh, and I, I did... <sighs> This this mentions that uh, reservations apply for all confirmed tickets through 2020. So uh, I, I'm not actually sure what that sentence means. Trevor, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, well, I was going to say, well, yeah. So so the confirmed tickets is basically, you know, people that have already bought tickets and haven't refunded yeah, yeah. them. They're just trying to honor or make sure, you know, those people get priority and they can get in, which was um, sorry. That was a huge dump of information. Did you mention the fact that they had temporarily suspended purchasing new tickets there for a little yes. while. Yes, yeah, I did. I did, yeah. And and you know, the other thing a lot of people are upset about too is the the dining plan. So the a lot of people got free dining plans uh because of well the free dining plan offer, but then also they were offering the free dining plan to a lot of people who had their their uh their uh vacation canceled. So people are getting a refund essentially of the difference in the package price uh for removing the uh the, the dining plan. So and then people who got the free Disney dining plan package they're essentially removing the dining plan and then giving them a 35% savings on the room. Uh, so which, that's something they're doing there too. Which when you look at the cost of those rooms, I mean, yeah, it's, a, it's, a you're bubble. coming out ahead. I think it's, it's the same thing really. Yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I guess the, the interesting thing uh, about the dining plan is that what, like 
that seems like an odd thing to cancel, but I guess maybe I'm not thinking through all the logistics of it because, you know, people are still going to be buying food, right? So what difference does it make if they have a dining plan or not, I guess is the question. I'm thinking it's it's more of a capacity thing that where where they don't if the more people they have in the dining plan maybe those people are more likely to have sit down meals that's, and yeah that's true I guess yeah maybe you're right maybe that is a, another means of them ensuring that I, I guess it gives them the option too that if they need to limit capacity or tell people yeah. you know sorry you're not coming in they they can't use the dining plan as an excuse as to you know. I paid for this. You should let me in or whatever. That's yeah. That's another thing too. Right. Because if they have to turn people away, then, you know, somebody can't be like, well, I didn't get to use my dining plan because you didn't let me come into the restaurant. You know, that, that I could see that's, that's a good point as well. Yeah. So (laughs) go ahead. That's, that's a lot. Um, it's a lot of information yeah, why, for sure. Why don't we, so why don't we go back? Uh, I'm just looking yeah, let's at, go back at to the, the beginning. Let's let, yeah. Let, let's start at the beginning. So, so, you know, particularly about the DVC rooms. Um, so, um, it says here that, uh, you know, people staying at their, their next villa stay will notice improved cleanliness and sanitation throughout the resort and the villas. I, I don't know what that means I, or well could be the stuff that they're using to clean with <laughs> yeah sure. but and then and then maybe some extra cleaning on some outside areas be more detailed in their cleaning i mean you would just hope that it was always really good cleaning right is that what you're saying trevor like yeah, yeah, I mean, you would I, just hope that they always really well you know really do a good job cleaning the room yeah but there, there there's a difference between windexing a mirror and anti-viral windexing a mirror right like there's just different stuff to use, I think, is my guess. Yeah. The, the one thing that struck me, too, was that they said um, about, uh, or where was it here? Um, oh, shoot. I totally lost it. Um, it, it was talking about the um, like the the um, uh, dinnerware and stuff that they provide in the resorts or in the, yeah. the rooms, yeah. which some of the places provide, you know, paper plates and plastic yeah it just kind of depends yeah like are are they going to swap those out between every stay like (laughs) you think that? oh you mean the way to do it right boxes of plastic equipment and stuff yeah i mean maybe what they'll do is they'll just give you less of it and then if you need more you'll ask you have to call and get some i just find that the the other thing that i don't necessarily care for is that you know i don't i'd rather get to a room and then not have anyone come into the room until after I'm leaving. And that's kind of been put to bed by these checks as well. Just, you know, forget about just the. You mean like the daily checks that they've had for yeah. a while now? Well, yeah. I mean, they haven't really stated whether they're going to continue doing those or not, though. I don't think. The, I, I think you have to. I, yeah. I, I think you have to. But I just wonder how that's going to be different. But from the cleaning aspect, I'd rather they didn't do anything. Clean it really good the first time and then leave me alone. I wonder if like that's the the way to go, not just for DVC. Well, well for DV, DVC wise, I mean that's how it is anyway, right? We we really only get no, trash still, and towel service, uh, you know, day four, and then. I mean, you still get a cleaning depending on how long you stay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Depending on how long you stay, yes, you you can end up with a cleaning. Yes. Well, what I'm saying is, I'd forego any of that personally. I mean, maybe that's an option. Maybe you can tell them not to come in at all. I, I would assume they they would accommodate that. Yeah, yeah I like, wonder. Yeah, I. I Honestly, same. I, you know, 
we, for the amount that we stay, we never get the, the fourth day cleaning, but I wouldn't want, you know, the bed turned down or any of that stuff either. You know, kind of like what you're saying, Damon, you know, leave me alone. I, yep. you know, clean Don't towels. My bed. Don't do while. anything. <laughs> but, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. This yeah. Is, it's going to be very difficult to, to make this determination. I think that's kind of the next big step. Like I said, my wife is traveling for work and, you know, she even said, you know, she's going to the airports, but she's like, Oh, I don't know if I really want to stay anywhere. And I'm like, Holy crud, you know, you're, you're, you're going out and, you know, masking it up to get on planes and, and you don't want to stay anywhere yet. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. tough. That's yeah. tough for us. No, I, I get that. I, I did read that they're not going to require uh, masks in uh, the pools. Now I don't have that on here, but I, I did read that. Well, because they get wet and then they just, you can't breathe as well. Yeah, I don't know how you would do that. The the problem with all of this is, is that, you know, there's still this ability to walk out of your door and bump into somebody. Sure. And I think that's kind of the problem I'm having because you can't, hey, you know, next door guy, don't come out right now because our family's coming out, right? Give me a minute. Yeah. You and you know, no matter the, you know, no matter how much they do with the queue lines and with the entrances, you know, there, there's no way when people are walking down Main Street, everybody's just going to maintain a physical distance from each other. You know, it's just not possible. I, I don't know how you could even do it. it, it there's always going to be cases where you're walking by people and you're and you're getting close to people when you don't want to. You know, it's I I, I see these things as doing the best they very best they can, right? <laughs> Of course, of course. I mean, that's all you can expect them to do. I just... It's definitely not going to be perfect. Yeah. No, and I think the big thing is, is that DVC has it a little bit different than regular cash buys. And I mean, since we're talking about DVC per se, yeah, it just, it makes it difficult to make that decision, especially since they are making some accommodations for our points. Do you find it interesting? I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. What were you going to say? I was going to say, do you find it interesting that the DVC resorts are opening a full, like, couple weeks ahead of the parks? No. No. Because I saw some people like, why open the resorts and not the parks? And I, you know, I know several people that do park only stays. I mean, uh, uh, resort only stays and never go to the parks. So I could understand it. It makes sense to me. Well, and, and that's what's kind of happening for me. I mean, if I go in November, I just don't. I mean, what do you even do? Do you, you buy tickets and hope you get in? Like, it just seems crazy. It just, it seems crazy for me right now. I mean, if I had a season pass, maybe, but I mean, I don't have tickets now. So what am I doing in November when I get there? I mean, yeah. am I going to be able to buy tickets? Am I going to be able to get in? This was the discussion we had too, is, you know, even, even if we kept our reservation, if, yeah, if if we weren't able to get tickets or if it didn't work out or if it worked out that there was, you know, even a couple of days in there, I, I don't want to say that, you know, we like I could definitely spend a couple of days at the resort, but I also have a 12 year old like I'm fine just lounging around the resort, um, entertaining kids for that period of time. It doesn't work very well like that. And, and I don't feel that there's enough stuff. Uh, not all of the resorts are set up to deal with that, right? Like it, it's, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's a cost it's effective thing. I mean, yeah. from, from a DVC standpoint, we are in a different situation for us, right? We've already been, it's, you know, these points again, as people love to argue with me about, right. I don't care if I lose points, but these points are, man, I've already paid off my DVC. I already, you, you know what I mean? Like these are, these are freebies for me. I know some people don't look at it that way, but that's kind of the way I look at it. 
But at the end of the day, if I can't do what I'm supposed to do when I'm down at Disney, why am I going? And forget if you were a new time DVC owner. You know, it was it was nice, Tom, right? That message I was able to, you know, some of our my, my son's friends and our friends, you know, are looking for DVC points and retail, right? We kind of sold them on that. But what if it's your first time? What if you were going to Disney for the first time because you were a new DVC person? Would you want to deal with all of this? Or what if you haven't been to Disney in 10 years? Now, that wouldn't necessarily be a DVC person, but now what does that mean? Well, so I'll, I'll relate this back again to 2016 when, um, you know, just after we started the podcast, right? You know, I was getting ready for my first trip back to, to Disney, like you said, 10 years later. And um, we were coming right up to it and uh, the hurricane, uh, Irma, hit. And we were kind of in... It was a similar boat. It wasn't quite as, um, or I guess it happened very quickly. So I didn't have the same amount of time to think about it, but I did get into that situation of, you know, yeah, I just bought this, you know, I really want to use these DVC points. I really want to go on this trip. But then you start thinking about, okay, I'm in that, in my case, it was, I am literally debating taking my family into a hurricane. Like when you step back and say that, it, it, it sounds crazy, right? And that's, well, and you have the added problem of being so far away too. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it's you're right. Is you know, crossing into another country, um, all that you know that there there's a whole ton of of risk there. That you know, in retrospect, it's like oh, it, you know, hands down, don't do that. And that's what we did. We we canceled the trip and and postponed it, but. I mean, it's the same kind of thing right now is, you know, we're looking at it the same way and, and like you said, Tom, we're even in the same position where right now, uh, travel is not open between Canada and the U S borders. They're, they're not allowing for, for regular travel yet. So, you know, we're going, okay, well, you know, hopefully it's open by October. There's no guarantees though. And then there's no guarantees that we'll be able to get park tickets. There's no guarantee. Like it's a lot of. Too much unknowns. Yeah. Too many it's, unknowns. It's a lot of iffiness, right? So and that- what if you get into the parks anyway? And it's just, you know, again, they're they're taking away things. I, I understand how people don't want to pay retail price for stuff that, you know, doesn't isn't necessarily all there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, to your to your point, it's and I, I understand why they're doing all this, by the way. And I, I, this is not a criticism. Of course. Yeah, I, I yeah. totally get why character greetings are suspended and of fireworks. Course. And like, it totally makes sense. And it actually kind of makes sense to me why they're keeping ticket prices where they are as far as right now it goes. Because they, they kind of don't want a ton of people coming. Well, I, would, uh, I, would, I would agree with you. I think that this is a perfect way. But for me personally, it then is not efficient use yeah, of no, my money. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so, well, and this is, you know, I, I was talking to my wife before her school schedule changed. I said, you know, well, you know, because she said, well, I don't really want to go to Disney with all this restrictions. And I said, you know, maybe some of it will change by then. But I understand that. And I, and I said, you know, why do you feel that way? And she goes, because it's just not the same. It doesn't, you know, it's not the the magic of Disney. You're, you're, you're missing out on all that. You don't have the character greetings. You don't have the praise. You don't have the fireworks. And that's all of it for us. And I get it. <laughs> and that's funny because you know? it's, it's not even that. That stuff doesn't really matter too much for me in general. Yeah. Yeah. But it's still, it's this, this, this cost, uh, you know, of it is not small, even with DVC. I think, you know, people, the, the one thing I would say is that a lot of people are not prepared for 
the proportionate pricing of tickets when they you have DVC. Because you're like, okay, I'm buying in a DVC. I'm good. <laughs> well, no, not really, right? Like, I mean, you know, every time I go, it's still thousands and thousands of dollars of tickets and then thousands of dollars of food. So, you know, you still yeah. have this cost. And so if you take that all in and say, all right, well, what does that actually mean? Well, and, and this, is, this is interesting. You know, we moved into this house about a year ago. <laughs> And I'm sure our neighbors are just thrilled, thrilled as pie that we still have, you know, paper blinds up, right? You know, those, those paper blinds. The, <laughs> I know what you're talking about. We're, yeah. we're not in the sort of neighborhood that that should be the case. So what I've kind of done is, you know, say, hey, we have that trip in November again, even if we go in November, which I don't know if we will, it's going to depend on kind of how everything just shakes out. But even if we don't go in November, what the thing is, is that, okay, well, I, I'm not going to, even if I go in November, I'm saying, I'm sorry, is that I don't know if I'm going to go to the parks, right? Especially because November yeah. feels cold, fluey season-ish regardless, right? Yeah, sure. So if I don't go to the parks and I just go there, gosh, you know how much money I can save? I could actually go and do like a real honest to goodness, you know, quote unquote, free DVC stay, Right. Cause I mean, I'm paying for food regardless if I'm home or I'm not. Right. I, I can do whatever I want there in terms of we have a car. We could drive out and go to, you know, the grocery store. It doesn't matter. But, you know, that would be an interesting kind of take on, you know, what it means. Cause money wise, what we've been doing is that to back to my point is that, you know, we're getting blinds for the house instead of going to Disney. Cause my tickets are going to cost as much as blinds are in my house. And those are things that we're doing so that next year when we go to Disney, oh, well, next year we're going to Disneyland. You know, it can be that same experience again. Yeah. Cause most people don't listen. While we're DVC members, we're also in the minority of people that travel to Disney sure. in terms of going as often as we go. And this is the thing that I always, that people always get mad about when I'm like, well, what does it matter if I lose points or what does it matter if I don't go this year? You know, this is first world problem stuff. Like we go to Disney a lot. You guys go to Disney a lot. There's not everyone can do that. So, this is you know, true. I, I true. get all of what everyone's saying, but for me, you know what, I'm going to take this year and maybe do some things around the house that cost a fair amount of money that I haven't been doing because you know, I've been going to Disney. And if you're asking me, would I rather go to Disney or buy blinds? Of course, I'd rather go to Disney, <laughs> right? That's not that's not the question here. Of course, I'd rather spend time with my family at Disney because to us, that's the most precious thing, you know, in terms of growing up that I think we've been able to share with our children is, you know, Hilton Head and Disney. Those are the two big ones, right? Yeah. Yeah. In terms of what we do. But, you know, this year is different. And you're right, maybe it gets tarnished a little bit or, you know, heaven forbid that you go down there and, and there's any sort of issue or a travel issue or this. I don't know. That's it's difficult, but. And, and you know, that was kind of this trip was going to be we were going to use our annual passes. And so it, it was really we were just going to all we'd be paying for is food and to get ourselves there. Right. So and for the three of us, food is not a huge amount of money. Right. So and that's what I, I kind of said to my wife before we changed the schedule. I was like, well, what if we just didn't go to the parks and we just did a resort stay? You know, just hung out at the resort because, I mean, we could hang out at the pool every day. My daughter likes the pool. She likes the animals. I, you know, at some point we'd probably get, you know, bored and, <laughs> and want to do you something see, you, else. You're at that perfect age, Tom, where you can do yeah. that. Like I was saying, the problem is, is that as you kids get older, like my son is 12 now, um, even on our last trip, we were like, you know, let's go to the pool. And he was in there for about, you know. 30, 40 minutes. And he was saying to me, I'm bored because, <laughs> you know, you know, he doesn't have, he doesn't have siblings to play with, unfortunately. So sure. It's very hard for him. Like he, he enjoys the idea of the pool and he likes going there, but then 
after that novelty wears off, it's like, what do you do? And, and, you know, his answer is, well, let's get out of the pool. Let's go back to a park or let's go somewhere else. Right. So, um, yeah, yeah, the, I, I, the I resort know. stays are hard right now. <laughs> well, and you know, my, my big problem too, uh, I completely forgot what I was just going to say. <laughs> Besides the fact that I, oh yeah. So now I'm also bummed because this was going to be the last trip I could do without having to pay for my daughter next year. When we go, I'm going to have to actually have to pay for her to go. So that, that stinks, mm-hmm. <laughs> but well, what are you going to do? What yeah. Do? I mean, yeah. And enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was enjoying not paying yeah. for her. It was nice to bring her for free. <laughs> now, now, also, um, I, I wanted to circle back on what you were saying, David, about buying blinds. Um, I'm, I'm actually kind of agreeing with you that, or, or well, we're not buying blinds, but the money that I would have spent on this trip, like we obviously, same thing, we're, we're always saving up money for our future trips. And initially I said to to my wife, I'm like, well, you know, we could go next year and we could do more things than we had done previously. But then it was like, well, hold on a minute. Cause like, you know, we still like Disney trips are still Disney trips. Like we don't really need to do anything more than what we're already doing. And you know, if, if we postpone this trip until next year, um, we're actually thinking about um, with, and, and again, th- this is very pie in the sky because nobody knows yet, but with the, uh, um, how we talked about that, uh, new resort in California possibly opening or the new oh, yeah. DVC. Yeah. So we may actually look at getting some points there so that we can get ourselves in a position or, or like, so, so the points that we would have, or the money we would have spent here, we start saving that up towards our next DVC contract. And then we can get ourselves in a position where we can go to Disneyland and Disney World like every other year because we have contracts on both coasts. Mm, Again, with my contract being paid off, I'm kind of thinking about my points as well and and what I want to do. You know, you know, our trip next year is supposedly Disneyland, but gosh, I would love to make a Disney world, Disneyland, you know, do both at once. Right. That sounds like a little bit crazy as well, but you know, here's another interesting take on it for, especially for us in general. And and Tom probably gonna have to edit this out because, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to get it. I'm going to take it a little close there. So look, by not going for a little bit while, right, you've kind of, oh, well, this might be a good way to put it, made yourself pure again. Let, let's put it in a family sense, right? You know, you, you're kind of going to get to see the parks where you haven't seen them for a little bit of time and also makes that a little bit newer, right? We're going so often that when we go, there's one or two things that we haven't seen before and that's it, right? So you're going to do the same stuff you've done, which is fine because it's Disney, right? It's wonderful. That's that's not what I'm saying. But then you see, you know, one or two things. Gosh, being able to kind of witness it where you go and you're like, oh man, there's like 10 things I haven't done before because I haven't been here in a while, right? And a while to us is two years, right? So having that one year gap where we don't go, it's interesting. It makes it a little bit fresh. It makes it a little bit new again. There, there's, there's benefits you know, to looking at this, if you want to look hard, you right. There's definitely people that are upset about it and I get it, but look at the bright side of certain things. Like Trevor said, you know, buy a new contract. If you're a DVC person, if you know, you can't do your trip this year. Okay. Well, buy a new contract that 
contract doesn't mean you have to go more often. It just means that you can maybe upgrade the room that you have, right? That's not a bad thing if that's what you want to do. Or look at it like, well, hey, when I go, I'm going to be able to see 10 new things instead of two. Or you know, there's a, there's a lot of ways to look at it that, that makes it a little bit nicer. And, or maybe get blinds in your house or <laughs> well, you know, buy a new car. Think, think about this. Yeah. In reality, yeah. you could put a down payment on a car. There's a there's a lot of good if you know by kind of skipping a vacation. Now for us, we're going to be skipping all our vacations in the summer. We normally do three. Oh, we can do a lot of things with that money. I think for us, we're buying a car for my son. We've decided so. Well, oh, wow. I'm sure he'll be quite nice. happy about that, right? Like, you know, does, he, I, does he know about it? Is this like a surprise? Or he no, no, no. So we're just, we're, we're just buying. So we're <laughs> we're buying. No, and they do not listen to the podcast. Only to mock me. Only, <laughs> only to mock. Me. Only to mock you <laughs> yeah. specifically. That's great. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> No, I mean, for us, we're just buying a third car. So he knows we're buying a third car, right? And there's only two of us. So who else is going to drive, right? <laughs> he, he knows that car's for him. Now, it's not to say that we're going to buy him a specifically a new car, but he could drive that car. We're a very drive whatever car is in the back sort of family. You don't necessarily, there's not like my wife's car or my car. We don't necessarily do that. To, to your point, Damon, I, you know, I, I said to my wife, well, you know, next year's the 50th, right? So, and there's going to be a lot of new stuff open, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, already when we were going to go on this trip in, in April, there was like, we were going to do Topolino's, which is new. We were going to do Rise of the Resistance, which is new. Uh, we were going to hopefully do Space 220, which hopefully will eventually, eventually open someday. Uh, but, but, you know, those were three new things already that we were going to do. Think about all the things that are going to be open next year. You know, if Tron opens back up next, if Tron is done by next year, as long as it's, you know, not crazy delayed, Guardians is going to be open. The Ratatouille ride is going to be open. I mean, all this stuff could be open by next year. And, and you, you're talking about a ton of new stuff that you can check out. So to your point, Damon, yeah, it, it'd be, it's kind of a neat idea to, to just ta- almost take a break for a year and then come back. And it's not like incremental it, stuff, right? Where it, it's, it's like, oh, a new restaurant yeah. open. We'll check that out. It's like, no, there's a whole bunch of new stuff to see. It, again, know? if it wasn't a kid show, there's another way to put this, but yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I know what you're saying. Uh, <laughs> but, um, that's the other thing though, too. I was, my wife said, well, she's like, we're going to have like a ton of points next year, aren't we? I was like, yeah, we should totally like blow it out and do like a grand villa for oh, a week. And- that's what we were doing. We were blowing yeah. it out this time, which kind of stinks, but. <laughs> that's what i'm saying we're gonna do we'll do we'll do a big room we'll you know invite a couple uh, a bunch of people have a big vacation it'll be really cool next year the only thing is is i'm a big you know fomo dude right so it's been tough when you think about it like that to kind of miss out on some of this stuff i have to kind of pull myself back and say okay it's okay but i'm sure that my friends are gonna go in november and that's gonna be i think the hardest part because they're on some like you know again big thing for me is my parents live with us right my kids are, you know, a little bit younger. It's just, you know, they're to the two of them and their daughter and their daughter's 16 and no one lives with them. And, you know, it's a little bit easier for them to kind of do what they need to do. So the problem that I have is if they go and I don't, that's going to, that's going to hurt me worse than new rides opening. Like new rides hurt me when they open and I can't go, but I've kind of gotten past that. But you know, the fact that they'll go, plus I enjoy the time with them. You know, it's the one time a year because they're still up North and we're down South now you know, that I see them. So that's going to be what's tough for me. I get that. Mm-hmm. Trevor, were you going to say something? I'm sorry. No, no, no. I was just, uh, uh it's funny. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of in that situation, Damon, like your, your friends where it's just the three of us, but you're right. Is like the last trip I took was with my parents and I was more interested in watching their reactions to things than actually what we were doing. 
And this next trip was going to be the same kind of thing where uh, we were taking my son's friend and same idea. You know, we, we, I was excited that, Hey, you know, my son's friend hasn't really been to Disney. Um, it just worked out that his family was going to let us take him. And I mean, yeah, it's, it bums me out that it, like all the, all the ideas I had planned in my head that, you know, my, my son and his friend were just going to have this amazing time have all been blown out of the water. But, you know, I, I guess the hope is, is we can reset next year and, you know, maybe do bigger. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I, exactly. I, I think that's the, the way to look at it. Right. So yeah, it, it definitely stinks. But I, I, looking at all this stuff, I don't see anything in all the things that were announced. Nothing in here surprises me. In fact, I think we actually predicted a lot of this, right? I think when we kind of speculated on this, this was a lot of stuff that we assumed were, was going to happen. Yeah, I mean the the like the you know increased uh, contactless payment options and mobile ordering. I mean, you're right; those are all pretty obvious givens for how they would handle things opening up. I'm I'll just go on record as saying I'm annoyed about the mobile ordering because I felt like that was my own, you know, that that, <laughs> that, that was your was little like the, secret. Is yeah, that, that, <laughs> that was like the secret, you know, fast pass line for when you were getting your lunch because. Nobody else was using it, so. Well, I, I'm hoping they fix the discount problem with that too, because right now you can't get your DVC discount using that. So I'm assuming that they would they would do it, but I I don't know. But let's let's hope they fix that. I I guess I guess my question is, are you guys surprised that I know a lot of people are mad about them canceling all the dining reservations, all the fast passes, all that stuff? I'm not in any way shocked because they essentially had to. I, I don't think there was any choice here. I, I completely expected this to happen. I get why people are mad though. I was when I started getting all the cancellations for all the things I booked. I was it was a bummer, you know. I, I had booked all these things and spent some time doing it, and I, it was it was not fun to see the cancellations. But I I also get it. It's it I I in not for a second did I think that this wasn't going to happen. Yeah, it's. Uh... I guess the way I look at it is, you know, they needed to reset, right? Like the, it, when you, when you think about how all of this played out, you know, everything shut down, everything was off for such a long time. You can't just open up parks and just say, oh yeah, you know, day one, everything is running again. You, even like, you know, people asking the question about why open the, the DVC resorts before Magic Kingdom in July. Well, similar ideas, you know, you can't just open up a resort and a theme park the same day and hope that everything is going to work. I'm, I'm fully expecting that in the next month here, we're going like, I've been watching stuff at universal uh, and seeing how they've been behaving with, uh, or how people have been behaving with the new uh, rules and everything for the first little while. It's going to be, you know, everyone's going to follow it and it's going to be okay. But then you're going to start having those edge cases where, you know, somebody does something that, that they weren't supposed to or any number of reasons why, you know, people didn't follow proper social distancing or, you know, they forgot to wipe something down or this or that. And I mean, I, I see why Disney is being cautious here. I see why they, they, they're not going to say, yeah, you know, we're going to guarantee a reservation because that's just going to blow up in their face. I mean, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm kind of waiting for this whole universal opening to 
to blow, blow up blow in their it. face. That, I, I saw I, I know, some pretty negative stuff out yeah, there. So, so, someone's going to get mad at me for saying that. And it's not that, you know, I want Universal to fail, not by any means, but I just, yeah, I, I, I don't. They, they seem like they rush things a little bit. I, yeah. That's, I, I also saw, I, I saw a lot of stuff uh, over, uh, you know, since they opened of their technology essentially just failing. Uh, where, cause you know, basically they're not letting anybody get into line. Everything's a virtual queue, but, and then people were, I guess, using the app and finding that things were available for a virtual queue. And then there was nothing available. So like, so people were saying they were going, but not able to ride anything because the technology was just not working correctly. And I also saw some people talking about how it took them like two hours to get lunch because the mobile ordering system. Now I, I do think that Disney has a distinct advantage here because they've been doing these things for a while, right? They, they've already been running a virtual queue in other places and at Disney World. They've been doing mobile ordering for a couple years now. They've been doing the contactless payments pretty frequently for a couple years now. So I do think they have a leg up here. But it, it's funny to me, too, when I see people like, well, why did Universal open a month ahead of, of Disney? It's like, Disney's a city, man. It's it's a city unto itself. I mean, not that Universal isn't large. It is. But you're talking about the single largest, uh, the, the uh, largest single site employer in the in the United States is Disney World. Right, you you got a training to do. You got to bring people back in. You got to get that training done. You got to you know clean everything up, get everything back to get you know started up again. The maintenance. There's so much that needs to be done to get this done. You just can't open it next week. It takes time. And and Disney's also just a little more cautious. You know they're a little more sensitive to these things. I think so. I, you know, I, I think all of it makes sense. I, I don't think I, I see anything in here that's particularly egregious. And like I said, I understand why people are mad about everything getting canceled, but I also don't know how they would have done it otherwise. You know, I, I just don't know how they would have done what they need to do without canceling everything because how else could they, they limit the, uh, the amount of people in the restaurants without canceling all the dining reservations. They can't no, do that. No, I think it was smart for what they did. I mean, people are going to be upset in general. I mean, and I get it, you know, I get why you're upset, but absolutely right. I mean, Disney had to do what they needed to do to run the business. At the end of the day, people don't realize if the business doesn't run, there's no Disney for you to go to anymore. What, what does it matter what you think now? <laughs> right? Like, yeah. yes. this is a very small point in time, yep. you know, if all right, I'll kind of, you know, go back, like if people had a bad high school experience, you know, when you look back on it, when you get older, like, yeah, it was horrible, but it was a small point in time and... Gosh, it's, you know, you want Disney to be around forever. You don't want them to do something so then then they're not around just because you want it to go early or have your dining reservation or do this. You know, everyone is so horrible to even have to put it this way, but everyone has to make some, I'm going to quote Disney sacrifices to make sure the longevity of Disney stays what it needs to be. Yeah. So some knowledge for everyone. (laughs) I I totally agree. And, uh, you know, it's... I, I, I'm sorry, Trevor. I did. I interrupt you. I, I didn't. No, nope, sure nope, finish your thought. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I, I totally agree, Damon. It's like you said, this is a, a moment in time and, and hopefully we'll be able to, you know, move on from this. And hopefully next year's a, a, a great year with, you know, all the celebrations going on and, and things get, you know, back to normal. And, uh, you know, hopefully we can, we can just kind of, uh, get back to the things we love about Disney. Right. So. Yep. And to, to put it in perspective, again, kind of like what Damon was saying, it, like when I was growing up, we got to go to Disney, you know, once every five years because my, my family situation and, you know, us traveling from Canada, we could only really get down there once every five years. Um, 
from the last time I went to Disney World till when I got DVC, that was a 10-year gap. And we survived. Like, uh, I guess, yeah, to, to put it in perspective, you know, there's lots of people out there that don't go to Disney, you know, even every year or even every other year. So, and I'm not discounting the fact that, yeah, we're all annoyed. We're all upset about the fact that that things got disrupted here, but it is one year and, you know, this is one totally abnormal situation that nobody's ever seen before. So I guess my hope is, is that, you know, when we come out the other side of this, people are, you know, I, I would rather Disney, you know, more appreciative. Right yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, Pete, <laughs> yeah. I, I hope that you you're, know, you're expecting a lot from humanity, my friend. <laughs> I know, but, but I'm going to be opti- yeah. the optimistic one here. And, yeah. uh, yeah, you know, I, I seriously hope that, you know, by the time we get back that, you know, things are closer to what normal was before. But even if they aren't, you know, I, I think we'll be, you know, a year from now, we'll be in a far better position to assess how to do a trip like going to Disney. So I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Tom, uh, Tom an ad? Yeah, yeah. We do need to do an ad. So I, I will go ahead and uh, read an ad here for, for our friends over at uh, DVC Rental Store. Are you a frequent Disney visitor and want to save hundreds, even thousands on your next Disney trip? The DVC Rental Store wants to help you book your dream vacation for less. DVC members, it's great news for you too. Want to rent your points for some quick cash? DVC Rental Store wants to work with you and they're currently renting out points at a record pace. For years, the DVC Rental Store has been helping guests stay at Disney Deluxe Resorts at an affordable price while also paying members the highest price for their points. Want to learn more? Go to dvcrentalstore.com or call 1-855-DVC-RENT. That's 1-855-382-7368. Of course, as always, let them know the Welcome Home sent you. Uh, again, that's dvcrentalstore.com or 1-855-DVC-RENT. So, uh, you know, DVC members, you got some extra points that you want to rent out this year. Uh, you know, definitely check them out. And of course, if you're if you're planning on taking a trip this year, maybe you want to rent a rent some DVC points to check out a DVC resort. DVCRentalStore.com. Check them out. I think Tom put a little extra in this one. I just got energy tonight, man. I don't yeah, know what energy. it is. I think I'm just. I, I, just <laughs> I think it's also great if you're a DVC member and you're going with friends. Oh yeah, right? true. To, yeah. to use those to get them to rent the points, and then you can kind of stay in the same areas. So. That's that's something we I think I talked about on the show that we had looked at when my in laws were going to come. We were looking for them to rent uh, a room at, at Saratoga where we were going to stay. So yeah, it's great for that too. That's a great point, Damon. So yeah, so there's that. I, I also just wanted to say too quickly. I, you know, I I understand it, this. This has been I think tough for for all of us I, in general. Everybody listens to the show that goes to Disney as often as we do. Because Disney's our, our outlet, right? Disney's our uh, our getaway. It's it's the it's a place where you know you you go away from the real world, and when that place doesn't exist, where you can can go, you know, it, I mean, obviously it still exists, but you can't go there and you can't have that outlet. It, it's hard. It, it makes it hard, and it uh, definitely is frustrating a lot of people and, and upsetting a lot of people. And uh, you know, I think we've talked about this before. Things things will get back to normal, and we'll all get to get back to that place again. And I, I know it's frustrating now, but. 
Um, we'll, we'll get back there. So, uh, you know, I, I, I appreciate, by the way, all the positivity of our listeners and how cool everybody's been. I, I've seen so many. Honestly, I've taken a social media break because a lot of these groups have gotten out of control. You know, And our group still not out of control. Still awesome. Everyone's still cool. I just I haven't been able to post as much. I just it's kind of been a little, a little bit of a lull. I think we'll get back sure. there as things start to open up and people have things to report in and information comes in. You know, we are, you know, well, we're not necessarily a news podcast per se yeah. right we rely on the news to talk so i think that as things start to pick up we'll definitely have a lot more to say yeah I, sure i agree i i like i said i i really think this next month we're gonna we're, we're gonna see a lot of things happen and yeah there's gonna be a lot to talk like, about and i hope like, it's all good <laughs> yeah i mean like spaceship earth because I don't even, I don't even yeah. want to talk about Shanghai wait, Disney. I want to talk about Spaceship Earth. Can, wait, can we quickly talk though? No, the, no. Uh, you said we're not a news podcast, but hey, good news: construction has started back on Cinderella Castle and also on Tron. All so right, there you go. Yes. That's good news. Yeah, right. I'm, I am, hundred <laughs> percent behind Tron. Oh, me too. I'm definitely behind. It's right before the my, my ad here, but uh, but yeah. So it looks oh, like the oh, I, w- I I wouldn't have skipped over that. My apologies. I was going to skip over the Shanghai Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I I think it's only interesting in in the application of what it could be for Disney World. But for but let's talk really quickly here. So I so the the Castle Makeover Project they've started construction again, which I think is great because hopefully they're done by the time the park reopens, and then you know there's none of those cranes or anything in the picture in your picture. I so. doubt that. <laughs> Well, no, they, it was always going to be a pretty quick project. And, you know, if they don't have any ca- any Dude. guests there, I'm assuming they can get it done faster, I would think. Do they Why? ever not have cranes by the castle, though? <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> I've got lots of pictures without the cranes, okay? <laughs> I'm just more interested in Tron. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, hopefully they were ahead of schedule when they shut down construction and, and maybe they can uh, finish this on time. But. I wonder, like, is Tron... Well, Tom's not going to go on Tron, right, Tom? I uh, probably not. I, I've watched videos of it though. It looks pretty cool. I, I kind of, I really want to. <laughs> as, as I get older, I need like to go on more rides before I don't want to go on rides anymore. Before it's too hard when you get off of it, like you're not feeling well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like... <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, I, 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 it looks really awesome. I mean, all the videos I've seen of it look very cool. So I, I'm excited for that whole area. Even if I can just hang out under that cool lit up canopy uh, at night, that would, that would be cool. You know, assuming they're doing that, I, I, I've seen in the plans that they're doing it, but who knows? It could get cut or something. True, true. But so that's good news. So that's hopefully by the time people get back to the park. And now I haven't seen anything about any of the other construction projects like the Epcot stuff and and any of that. But Damon, the reason I put the 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 Disney the Shanghai mm-hmm. Disneyland thing in here is because they're debuting the virtual queue system. Mm-hmm. Okay. That we're talking about here, so it's it's the trial of the new virtual queue system that they're going to do at that park. Now, here's the interesting thing that I'm I'm wondering: Is this interesting, Tom? It is. Okay, tell, no, tell me I, why it's interesting. Because this, <laughs> I've seen some blogs speculate on this, and I don't necessarily believe it. But some people think that Disney's going to scrap the whole Fast Pass system after this and just go to what like Max Pass or uh, go to a. A paid system, yeah, or do what give Universal me, does and do all virtual queues. If you or, if you, you know. give me a paid system, I'm interested again. That's what we're talking about here. The possibility of that. I, I've seen a lot of people speculating on it because we're now at the point where Disney World, I believe, is the only Disney park that doesn't have some sort of paid Fast Pass tier. So yeah, I mean, it's it feels like an eventual. You know, it's eventually going to happen, right? It's an, an inevitable. Yeah, I know. Go ahead. Sorry. You know, I. 
Oh, I'm so on the fence with this. <laughs> but, <laughs> I understand. I understand your trepidation here. I, I yeah. feel similarly. Yeah. Part, part of me, you know, I, I totally agree with you, Damon, that the, the max pass system definitely lends itself to, um, I guess more control and potentially a better all around experience. But I, and I guess, I guess it also does mean that, uh, you know, we don't have to do the 60 day booking windows, which, you know, for, for the sake of deep being a DVC owner and having potentially more spontaneity, although that doesn't work out in my case, I can see where this would be good because it means that, yeah, you, you can get some of those high ticket attractions or those e-ticket attractions without too much, um, or without the stress, I guess that the 60 day window comes with. But at the same time, I, I did like, I like the existing fast pass system because it was almost like a game in and of itself. <laughs> and maybe that's not the right reason to like it. <laughs> no, Trevor, I, I don't disagree with you because there is a certain amount of fun to doing it. Now, not everybody feels that way. Some people that like to plan, love the fast pass system because they like to plan these things out ahead of time. There are people that don't like to plan though, that absolutely hate that they have to plan things out 60 days ahead of time. So I get it. I, I totally am with you. I, I like it. I think it's part of the fun, but I, I get why not everybody does. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Do, did I interrupt your thoughts? <laughs> no, you and I, I was waiting for, for Damon, for Damon to, to come in to say something. That's why we're both guess, wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I kind of stopped paying attention for a second. What are you both wrong about? <laughs> this is something you've been asking about for years now that you, you want. Well, I've already wanna... said my point. Yeah. I want it, right? I want to pay my extra money. I want to get it. And I don't really care what you guys have to say. Now, <laughs> by the way, this is not the paid fast pass system that we're talking about here. This is the virtual queue system. So this is eliminating the standby line of one particular ride and only have it be a virtual queue, similar to how they do rise of the resistance uh currently at, at at both the disney parks where you know you you check in and then you know it's it's it also says the sim it works similar to max pass at disneyland or the digital fast pass service at uh, tokyo disney so i i was just bringing up i've read a couple of blogs that are speculating that disney might just scrap fast pass plus after this and this might be part of it if yeah i guess so okay so i guess there, yeah there's two different things here there's the max pass and the virtual queue system the the max pass I am on board with, but I, I guess my only comment on the virtual queue system is that you know for for those of us that are equipped to deal with it, like being that it, you know it's it's different, it's it's a different step, it's a different way of doing things. Um, I don't see it'll be a problem for myself or my family, but people who don't pay attention to how this stuff works, I can see it being a very negative experience. So the the virtual Q piece or the max yeah, pass piece? The the virtual Q piece. The Well, we already saw how people got mad about the virtual Q for Rise of the Resistance, right? So Yeah, but but I mean that was also a new attraction. Like if if they retrofit it to existing attractions, like, you know, people that, you know, like I guess I'm thinking of it from the standpoint of, you know, somebody who, ha who who either hasn't been to Disney period or hasn't been to Disney in, you know, 5 or 10 years is going, "Oh, you know, I you know, let's go on Haunted Mansion. And then they get up there and what do you mean I got to scan this card? You know, this is stupid, right? Like, I, I can see where if if they don't be careful with, like, I know the speculation is, you know, hey, let's scrap everything. And, you know, this is the opportunity to basically rebuild the whole queue system and make everything, you know, new and advanced and everything. 
I don't think it's going to go swing as hard as people think it is because I believe that will bite Disney in the butt. I 100% agree with you. I do not think that they are ready to get rid of the FastPass system as designed in Disney World yet. I just don't I just don't think they are. They spent billions of dollars on it. I just don't think that they're there. Uh they they might someday and they might make little tweaks to it. I just don't see them overhauling completely. Now, there's there's an argument on the other side where you you know, you talk about the the guy that ushered in MaxPass to Disneyland is now head of all parks and resorts. So, it, you know, you could see yeah. that becoming a thing, right? And, but and again, the, the Max Pass portion, I don't. I, again, I I don't disagree with that, and I can see that happening. But I, I'm particularly focusing on the virtual queue part of it, which I yeah. I, I think they're going to have to be very careful with how they implement that because a lot of people, um, you know, the, those of us who are diehard Disney will be on board with it regardless of what they do. But I think there's a lot of people that go to Disney. That, um, and again, in the wake of everything that's been happening, try, you know, just getting back to trying to figure out Disney and then, you know, Disney adding new systems on top of, you know, new complications. Yeah. Yeah. Like new Uh, rules and everything. I, yeah. I I think the virtual queue thing will be temporary. Uh, I I think that they're going to do it as a temporary thing for, for, for right now. And then we will eventually get back to regular standby queues. Don't forget that at, lines are people eaters, right? People standing in line for an hour are all those people not walking around the parks and clogging up other, you know, rides or clogging up walkways and stuff like that. So on one hand, it could be good for Disney because then, you know, theoretically, I guess you have more people giving people more time to go and buy stuff. Right. But at the same time, they also, you know, kind of like the fact that there's people that are stuck in a line and not, you know, walking around the parks, clogging everything up and making everything feel crowded. So, I just don't think it's a permanent thing, and I don't, I don't know if it's completely feasible when they're at full capacity. Now, I, I could be totally wrong. I, I know that uh, I, I think Universal does a lot of their cues these days as virtual. So I, you know, I don't know. Maybe that's working out well. I don't follow a lot of Universal stuff. I'm not going to lie. So <laughs> I couldn't really tell you, but I, I do think it's interesting. I just don't know if if it's really going to be a permanent thing or they're really just trying it as a as a trial. So I, yeah, I. Let's have this conversation again in three months. <laughs> I, that's the thing. Three months ago, yeah. I mean, everything was different. Now, three months from now, everything's going to be different again. Exactly. So we, it's it's uh, three months feels like an eternity ago, you know. So we'll have to see what happens in a couple months from now. We we have no idea. So, well, so Damon, you wanted to talk about Spaceship Earth, which is shocking to me. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, I mean, lost. talk about it or just. Be intrigued by it you're more intrigued. so than Shanghai Disney stuff. All right. Well, I so see you're more intrigued by this than I'm intrigued that it's not happening. Why you by not happening? You mean the refurbishment is not happening as of right now that it's just postponed. Yeah, but you know what that means that they're canceling it. It's going to be a while. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Not, not that I think that it's canceled. This is going to be a while. Because because they were, I was excited about that too. The I thinking too. was for the fiftieth, right? Like they were, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, Epcot's, yeah. So I think they they wanted to have it done by twenty twenty two. I think was the the talk for that one. Oh, but okay. there was a thing where they were because that was gonna. There's no way it was gonna be done by next year. It's a, like a major overhaul of of much of the ride. So 
I there was there was a lot of talk too that I, I read somewhere that Disney canceled about nine hundred million dollars worth of projects, canceled or put on hold uh, because of what's going on. Obviously, you know they're losing billions of dollars with the parks being closed, so they they put on you know they they have to make some budget cuts somewhere, and and this is probably one of them. So, but I also see it at, too as they want to have their you know their flagship ride, the ride that you when you walk in the park open when people people come to the parks again, right? I think it's it's partly because of budget, but I also think it's partly because they know it's an attraction that they'd like to have open when they reopen. Well, and further to that, like they, they pretty much demoed all of interventions at this point, right? So yeah, walking into Epcot, you have, you know, sorry, closed for refurbishment and then the surrounding buildings all either gone or in a state of demo. Yeah, that probably doesn't That's look good. It's a, yeah, it's it's a lot for sure. I mean, it was going to be that way anyway, right? But yeah, I mean, the, the buildings the buildings are done, right? We we already know that, but the the spaceship Earth thing, you're right. It just makes sense that they would uh, they would look at it for this reopening. And go well, you know, we're pushing this off anyway. So what's the harm in having the ride open for an extended period while we reset and figure out when we're going to do this? Yeah, and you know maybe they have to pair the project back a little bit. I mean, maybe maybe they're going to have to make some changes to what they're doing. I, I, I don't know. I, it's it's certainly possible that they'll have to. It won't be the first time a budget's been cut on a ride, and they have to they have to take some things out, right? So it, it that it's possible that they're working on that too. But now it, it's worth noting that it's currently listed on my Disney Experience as being closed for refurbishment. Uh, but this is some information, so I, I'm going to mark this as a rumor for now because uh, I don't want to. We don't have confirmation from Disney on this. This is, uh, you know, information that came out through uh, one of the unions that represents uh, Disney's workers. So it, it's definitely a rumor. <laughs> so we'll, we'll have to see. What's that? So that's fair. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't like reporting things on here as fact when they're they're really not yet. I don't think anything's really a fact until Disney says this is a fact, right? So. Uh, but I understand it. It makes sense. I you know, I don't know what other stuff they've canceled. Obviously, I, I think the Epcot stuff has to go forward at this point. They demolished everything, so they have to do something there. <laughs> they can't yep. just leave it the way it is. Well, I, I guess the thing to keep in mind is, you know, when people get going back into the parks, it is going to be that way for a while. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I, I'm sure people are going and... Damon, you may not like this, but people are going to say bad things about Epcot for the next little while here. It's true. It doesn't matter what other people say. I love Epcot. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the question, too. Is food and wine going to happen this year? We have no idea. You know, I I don't know. Mm, I'm saying no right now. That would be my guess, too. I'm I'm just... I, I can't see them wanting to put on something like that when they don't even know... I mean, I mean, if, if another wave comes up with the, the, the virus, they're going to have to cancel it anyway. So I, I feel like it's a little bit too high risk at this point. I just want to know when space 220 is going to open. So yeah, so that's right. the only I, I honestly, it, I had almost completely forgotten about space 220 <laughs> and I was, and when I did my dining reservations, I was so like, that was at the top of my list in it. And of course it wasn't on there. And so I, I booked other places, but yeah, it's, it's funny how, like, like you said, three months ago, yeah, that's all we were talking about <laughs> yeah. is when is space 220 going to open, right? That's like, wow. that was our, our big topic is when is that restaurant going to open? Is it going to open in time for Tom to go to it? But now I just like completely been forgotten with everything else going on. 
<laughs> I don't. By the way, I don't have this on here. But how do you guys feel about the fact? And listen, there's nothing they can do about this. But I don't know if you guys saw this, but they're saying when Epcot reopens, it will not have the cultural representatives in the countries in the World Showcase. Meaning, you know, normally you go to Canada, there's all Canadian people uh, working the Canadian Pavilion, or you know, you go to. Um, no gosh, Japan, and there's all Japanese people working there. That's that, not going to that be that hurts the case. a little bit. Yeah, that hurts. That yeah, is, it's yeah. it does take some of the authenticity out of out of the World Showcase, I guess. Right? I mean, I don't know what else they can do. I get it, but yeah, I mean, because I, I think the hard part is because they said that I, I don't know if it was that all of those people got properly laid off or just furloughed. I I sorry, I can't remember how that went when they. When I think they, they basically had to send everybody home. I, yeah. I, I think it was, it's cause they're, those people are, are, I don't want to say they're students. They're not really students, but they're kind of like part-time worker, not part-time workers, but they're, they're only here for a couple months and then they, then they leave. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's like a special agreement. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing it'll be a little while before they can get that stood up again properly. So from what I've seen there, they are taking applications for 2021. So, uh, probably people starting in January that are, are from the cultural program. So, so yeah, so it's going to be a while before we have the cultural representatives back in the world showcase, but I mean, it makes sense logistically. Like you said, the, the borders haven't been opened back up. Like they couldn't even hire people from Canada if they wanted to at this point, because they can't travel here. So that, well, technically they could, if it was business, because they're still allowing some of that stuff. But I, that's true. I, again, I, I don't know how easily you'd be able to convince border that, you know, I, I'm going to work at Disney World, and I, I don't know how much they would care about what you're saying. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's like a, I don't think it's a huge deal, but I, I do think it takes something away from it. But it, yeah. again, it's it's if you're willing to go to Disney during this time, you're just going to have to expect that there are going to be some things that are not the same, that are different, that are 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 not what you're used to. Right? Expect a minimalist experience. Yeah, that's that's very true. Uh, you know, one thing I, it's interesting. I haven't seen anything about the Skyliner opening back up. I've seen that they're going to have buses, and uh, but it's going to be limited. And then you know they're still going to have the monorails and everything. But I've seen nothing about the Skyliner. I'm almost wondering if it's not going to open with I've, with the parks. Hold on, I I thought that the buses weren't opening, or did they change that? I, I think they they clarified that they would be open. I, I thought that's what I saw, but I mean, how else are people going to get to places? rent a car i guess i don't know i guess i i don't know i'd have to look uh, i i didn't see that one anywhere so yeah that hmm. yeah oh i didn't I, I wasn't even really thinking about transportation that makes things a lot harder too it uh, i did see magical express will be resuming so they will have magical express okay well i mean yeah that's from the the airport but um just the regular buses and i guess yeah things oh man Forgot about minivans. Forgot about the monorail. Wow. Yeah, it's 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 a lot of uh, it, it's a lot of things to think about. That's that's you know when we talk about the difference between Universal and Disney, that's a big difference. You know, there's there's so many there's boats, there's buses, there's the monorail, there's uh, the Skyliner. There's all these different modes of transportation that they have to think of too. There's just a lot more complexity to things. You know. Yeah. All right, so the next topic here is going to make Trevor uh, not want to talk and Damon to br- bring Damon back in. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to do a follow-up because we talked about this, I think, last episode, right? I think we did. About the NBA uh, and Disney talking about do- finishing the NBA season at Disney World. I think, I think that was last episode. 
Yeah, I, I remember you guys talking about it. <laughs> I think he jumped in there at one point. <laughs> yeah, no, it definitely was because Chad was here. So that actually is going to happen. Uh, that's That's been approved and that's happening. Damon, were you going to say something? I'm sorry. No. All right. So that's approved and it's going to happen. Apparently it's going to happen at Coronado, which is what we speculated on. Uh, and you know, this article mentioned with no conventions taking place at the resort, the, the space would be uh, best to accommodate the players. Cause you know, usually conventions are taking up a lot of Coronado, but there's no conventions. So, uh, so that's interesting, but I just wanted to do a follow up that, you know, this is definitely happening. So I don't know if you have any more thoughts on this, but I did see a side note to this that, uh, I guess they clarified that the NBA players wouldn't be allowed to go and visit the parks while they're finishing up the season, which yeah, the, the players and their families are not allowed to go to the parks. Yeah. Which makes sense. I don't understand. Why not? Why, why can't the family go to the parks? Well, and, and I read too, that they're going to be testing them every single night too. every day. Yeah. I mean, I get that part, but why, why can't they go to the park? Because the parks, even for all the restrictions will be a pretty increased chance of exposing them to something. And then they bring it back to their family and it just, spreads right that's true that's true yeah so this other thing i have on here too i've got i got a couple more topics and then we can uh we can uh, get out of here but (laughs) uh, (laughs) so i saw this and i thought it was kind of funny uh one of the pyrotechnic barges from uh illuminations is for sale right now and my question is who's gonna buy that (laughs) like who's buying that what would you do with a pyrotechnics barge Shoot fireworks from it, I guess. <laughs> from your lake, <laughs> my non-existent lake. Okay, I'm just, I'm just thinking to myself, like, you know, have your, have the best fireworks show ever uh, on your private lake at your house. Well, you know? <laughs> I, I guess, I guess to qualify, it's not like uh, it comes with the fireworks. Like you would still no, have no. to, you would still have to figure out fireworks for that thing. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. I, I would love to know how much it's going for. I, I actually, my friend recently had sent me an auction for some uh, original concept art that was uh, done by uh, Mary Blair and some, and there were some other ones by uh, some of some other famous Imagineers uh, and they were in an auction and I was like, oh man, I would love to have like a cool original and not like a reprint, like an original, like hand painted thing from Mary Blair. And I was like, that would be super cool to have. I also don't have the money to spend on what is eventually going to be very expensive. I'm assuming. So, so that that's a very different class of items we're talking about here though. Cause oh, I mean, how much you think this is going to go for though? This <laughs> well, is probably going to be, you know, but a piece of artwork though, like you said, you know, that's something that I would, you know, put on display. I would, you know, have in, in my, my place. Damon is furiously, Google I'm looking stuff up. Yeah, yeah I am. <laughs> what are you looking up? <laughs> uh, wouldn't, wouldn't you like to know? I, I would. And, but a barge is just like, it, it's not like it's like, you know, artwork or like, unless you knew exactly what it was, it's like there's a big boat thing sitting in your backyard with some cannons on it. It does feel incredibly <laughs> impractical. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, d- I, I feel like whoever would buy it would, yeah, buy it entirely for the novelty, but it wouldn't be on the same level as like, you know, getting anything else from, yeah. from Disney. 
I, I agree with you. I, I think this is a fairly impractical purchase. I feel like somebody's going to purchase it for like commercial usage, right? Like, and I, I still don't even know what you would use it for. Like, I, I guess my, my dad lives on a lake and on the 4th of July, they do fireworks over the lake and, and they usually shoot them off from one of the islands on the lake. Maybe they could use this instead. I don't know. Maybe that's a use for it. I have no idea. <laughs> but I feel like I just thought this was interesting. I feel like whoever buys this thing is probably going to tear it apart. Just for like pieces, like yeah. just for parts. You're, I mean, you're probably right. It's worth noting, by the way, for uh, you know those wondering, it's not the big barge that had like the world on it. That's not the one we're talking about. We're talking about one of the little mini ones that like you know shot off some like random fireworks and and other effects. Like so, it's it's not the big giant one that was in the middle. So make that clear. Oh, by the way, not to go back a little bit, but I saw I saw this article like this just came out today. And I, I, I forgot to, to add it in here, uh, or today or yesterday. Did you guys see that uh, the resorts are going to have a virtual chat service uh, for guest services uh, for the resorts when they reopen? So you're going to be able to chat with somebody from, so you don't have to go to the lobby or stand in line. I thought that was pretty cool. How? Okay. How... I, I don't know how that would be any different from like. Falling down to the yeah. desk? You know, just a lazier way to do it. <laughs> but then, like, I guess you got to do it through the My Disney Experience app. It's through the app. Yeah. yeah. The okay. App. Well, yeah. Interesting. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. That's a good question. I didn't really even think about that in that way. I just thought it was interesting that they were going to have a virtual chat of some sort. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, that, that that's neat, except that every time I've ever had to go to front desk, it's because I have something like, like I'm picking up magic bands or... Yeah, I have something specific to talk about that. I don't know. It, I feel not everything can be solved with a chat or even a phone call necessarily. Well, that's the only time I've ever been at, like ever really gone to the desk is when I had like magic band issues or needed to like set up a credit card on somebody else's bands that was in my room. You know? Yeah. Like that's the only time that I've ever really gone to the desk for anything. So I, I and that it feels like it's hard to do that over virtual chat. So. Anyway, I just wanted to mention that because I forgot to mention it before. All right, so let's talk about this last thing because I maybe we'll, maybe Damon's interested in this one because it's Star Wars hotel oriented. All right, yeah, I don't know. Am I? <laughs> <laughs> You're just tired of talking. You've just been. You really am. I'm Damon's out of steam. That's that's fair. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I've had to put myself on mute like five times just to yawn. So and, and, and you're bored with us. No, no, no. It's nothing to do with that. Like I said we laid 15 yards of mulch and like 200 bales of pine straw this weekend. I'm I'm beat. I'm calling <laughs> it a day. <laughs> well, I think we've been wondering. We talked about this a while ago. They're going to have this uh, on the and and we haven't really heard any news about the Star Cruiser being delayed or anything. It seems like that's still happening. Uh, but there there, been, there better be a darn vaccine before that thing gets out because <laughs> I want to go on that really bad. Yeah. Well, and, and now I, I, I was wondering, I think we had kind of talked about like, how are they going to do this lightsaber dojo thing? Right. We were, we were wondering yeah. how they were going to pull it off mm. and it kind of seems it wasn't like keeping me up at night, but we did talk about it. <laughs> well, I, now we kind of have the answer and, and this is a, it's, a, a, it's an iPhone hilt. Well, what do you mean? It's an iPhone hilt. <laughs> it's an iPhone hilt. They're going to have like, well, uh, why? Because there's like accelerometers and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, pretty much. 
Well, I'm thinking two more. I, I guess I always wondered how they were going to simulate the the shots coming towards you, and because in the concept art they don't show the person wearing a helmet or anything, but it seems like this patent is talking about a helmet. So, like you're, you have to wear like a VR kind of helmet. I, I, th- I feel like I can do this right now if I go one room over and put on my headset, my Oculus. <laughs> yeah, but you won't have VR goggles that look like the blast helmet from. Uh... Yes, you're absolutely right. I'd have to cosplay up my uh, Oculus yep. headset. Exactly. I mean, you you could do that. You could do that. Well, and you also, you know, you're not going to have the you're not going to have the the hilt with the with the uh, the acceler- accelerometer in it and everything. You know? What do you think an Oculus has? It, it's not, but it's not uh, an actual lightsaber, though. You're, you know, it's well, yeah, it, no, it, I could, it, I could. it looks like that when you're in VR. Exactly, <laughs> and it feels real comfortable in your hand. <laughs> All right, fair enough. <laughs> see, see, this has always been my problem. This is exactly why I don't like this stupid Pandora ride. Like, I just, I could do that one room over. I just, it just doesn't, I don't know. This is not anything that's exciting for me. Uh, you you woke me up for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty psyched about this. I think it looks really cool. And I, I have no idea if I'm going to, uh, at any point, even get to the Star Wars Hotel. So... Uh, but I, I, I do find this pretty neat. And I, I was, I, I wonder how things work all the time. I think, Trevor, you're in the same place as me where you wonder mm-hmm. how these things are going to function, right? So, yeah, and, I find stuff like this fascinating. And, and I guess th- this is just one patent. I, I'm still under the impression that this experience will be more than just that one thing. I, I mean, Disney, I, I don't feel Disney ever would settle for, yeah, you know, we've got VR goggles and, you know, a lightsaber hilt, you know, we're good. Let's go. Right. Like I, yeah, I feel there will be something next level, whether it be, you know, like a, like a haptic feedback of some sort or something. <laughs> Cause that else. doesn't exist. Right. I know, but, but, <laughs> but it, it's a matter you mean of like Pandora. That's right. Yeah. You mean like Pandora, right? It's just kind of spritzed <laughs> some water in your face and made some smells and everyone says it was the best thing since sliced bread. Right. <laughs> I was talking more about like actually feeling like the blaster hits through, uh, a feed, force feedback vest or something like that. I mean, you did the void, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, they did pretty good at that, but that also wasn't Disney per se. <laughs> did well, I- and I feel like for Disney, they, they try to make it a little safer. Like I want, like g- give me something that if I get hit, like I fall over, like I'm signed up for that. <laughs> you want that's something want. where you have to sign a waiver ahead of time. That's what, that's what it should be. If there was a waiver star cruiser, I'd be all in on that. <laughs> oh, so like the star cruiser, but like a waiver in the beginning that says something like you may get injured on this. Yes, exactly. I, did I tell you guys, my friend did the, the void. Uh, they did the Marvel one. There was a Marvel one that was only in select locations, and he said that one was really cool. Although he said the Star Wars one was better, but yeah, I mean, I did, I did the two at Disney so far. The Star Wars one was definitely better. It was the Wreck It Ralph was okay. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, the yeah, the the Star Wars one has so far been a favorite. It's worth noting, by the way, this this patent was filed uh, like three years ago, and uh, so I don't know if they were just you know planning ahead. And there's also been a bunch of others. There's been a bunch of other patents we've talked about that seem to lend itself to this particular attraction. So, like you said, Trevor, it seems like a, a bunch of different new technology is going to be part of this. So, I, 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 know, I know, David, not new technology, but <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't even say it's new. I think it's just Disney is good at putting things together in a way that you wouldn't necessarily think of using existing technology in a new way. Yeah. 
There you go. All right. Well, is there anything else you guys want to talk about? We're actually like shockingly early today. This is well, we're only at an hour and a half here. That's that's crazy. I think a lot of that's to do with the fact that there isn't much to talk about until things start opening up again. <laughs> See, I thought there were too many things to talk about with all the new opening stuff, but you know, I I do feel like a lot of this been, stuff has been been talked to death already. Yeah, yeah, it's been talked to death on on Facebook and on other podcasts. So, I, like, I don't think there's a need for us. To, I know people want to know our opinions, but I, I mean, I think we we pretty much gave them right. I guess, but yeah. And I, I, you know, that's the other thing. All this is temporary, right? So most or most of it is going to be temporary and we don't know when it's going to change, right? They're already changing some of the stuff at Shanghai that, that was put into place and it's only been open for a couple of weeks. So it's, you know, these things are going to change as the situation changes. So I, I don't think anybody should look at these things now and like freak out that this is how things are going to be forever. Yeah. And, and I guess to that, and, you know, we've all talked about canceling our trips coming up here, but that's, Again, you know, it's it's how things look right now, and it, it, it's probably just more erring, erring on the side of caution because, you know, kind of like what Disney is doing is, you know, we don't want to be yeah. the first ones in the park going, hey, you know, this is great, but nothing's open. Or, I mean, yeah, heaven forbid that there's another outbreak of coronavirus, but, you know, I, I guess we're all thinking of this from the standpoint of, yeah, you know. I don't want to be the guinea pig for this stuff. Like I, I know that there's, there's plenty of other people that want to be the first one in and, you know, I, more than not me, I, I'm yeah. good not being the first person in. I, I'm, I'm good not being that. Yeah. For, for, for those that want to, you know, all the power to you, you know, you know, that that's fine. If you want to do that, that doesn't work for me and my situation. <laughs> I mean, I just want to cancel because I saw that the electrical water pageant's not going to be going on uh, during during the reopening here. So that is like the it's, ultimate it's, social distancing. <laughs> well, it's funny how like all the things that I don't care about aren't coming back. So that's, I mean, or, or excuse me, are paused for are right paused. now. Yes, <laughs> but I mean, literally, I mean, well, that's true. You don't care about the nighttime stuff. Nope. You don't care about the parades you don't care about character meetings you don't care about character it's, dining it, <laughs> yeah i really don't care about character dining anymore i mean it did when my kids were younger i mean in character meet and greets like we do them and my daughter does them but you were starting to get to that point where like there's this little window where you know your kids are young so they do them and then they do them again ironically when they're like or not ironically when they get older you know there's a little break in between there and then you know again when they have their own kids or stuff like that so i'm at this like weird spot where I don't really need those either. I, I feel it's more like, yeah, you kind of go in and out of phases with it. Like with our family that there was trips where we didn't do any character meets at all. And then there was other ones where we did. A whole uh, ton we, of we never had a trip where we never did any at all. That's crazy. But that, but, I, I get it, but we never yeah. done that. It, like I said, for, for us, I feel it's, there's, there's a bit of an ebb and flow to, Sometimes you want to do it, sometimes you don't. And I guess just the fact that they're not even an option is what irks me the most right now. <laughs> mm. I get it. I get it. All right, gentlemen, anything else we want to talk about before we wrap this thing up? And Damon, you got any, anything else you want to yell, yell about? <laughs> no, I don't need to yell about anything at this point. You're just tired. and uh... Just tired. <laughs> yeah. Two, dude, dude, back-to-back podcasts is, is, is tough, man. It is. It's tough. It, it's, it's definitely tough. And I don't have to host either one of them, and it's still tough. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. I, I can imagine. I, I, couldn't, I don't think I could do both of those. 
Now, this one becomes, again, this one is, is definitely less work in terms of, like, think. I don't have to, like, think about characters' names. I don't have to think about when shows are out or anything like that. The other one is, like, more draining in terms of trying to keep up with all the data because it changes. The one thing about Disney is, is, like, things may get tweaked, but changes are long times coming, right? Like, new stuff coming is, like, we talk about it for a year. Like, it's hard to forget about it. But go watch like five shows in the two week span and then talk about all five of them is very difficult. That's that that is tough. There's a lot more pre work I feel like you have to do for, for your other show. So <laughs> Um I think you do a lot of pre work though. But yeah, I mean I'm not doing it on either one of them, but I just have to remember <laughs> people's names. So that's not the worst. It's not the worst. So no, nothing to really talk about except go listen to this podcast and that podcast and you know And don't listen to all the other welcome homes that are popping up all over the place. No, I'm very, yeah. very disappointed. I don't know what they're doing, but they're not. Well, the, the one is like a home building place. Like they talk about like construction. Really? Like welcome to your home sort of thing. But then they should have just called it like welcome to your home instead of welcome home. <laughs> Gosh, I'll tell you. I, I guess to be fair, it's not like, you know, Disney coined the term welcome home. They just That's true. used it for DVC. And yeah. Yeah. We, we stole <laughs> it. Because what, what is the, what is the, um, where did I just go recently? I, well, not recently because we haven't gone anywhere recently. But when I went to um, Silver Dollar City, is that the Welks? I think the the Welks Hotel also uses the same phrase. Oh, okay, interesting. Yes, yeah, so I'm going to go um, right now and look it up. But I believe it's uh, the same exact phrase because I have a pen that says "Welcome Home," and I'm like, oh, that's from no, no, that's from the Welks Resorts. I, I I always uh, I, I always find it funny when I see people on some of the groups that get disappointed when people don't say welcome home to them when they when they're in the parks or when they come back to the resort. Like, why are you so petty? <laughs> I so so petty. Whoa. It's so petty. <laughs> why did you get? Or when your your magic band doesn't turn purple. Uh, uh, My, mine has never turned purple. I mean, I don't care. I, I was gonna say I've I've had uh or not this last trip but the trip before, um. My wife and I, I scanned in and it turned purple and hers didn't. And then on the next time we went in, the opposite happened. So it became like a competitive thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, th- there's also, you got the double whammy there too. Cause you gotta, if it turns purple, then the cast member is also supposed to say welcome home. If they notice that. Oh, I don't know. Oh. Pay attention to that. I was just like, oh, yes, yeah. I got purple. <laughs> oh yeah. No, if it turns purple, the cast member notices they're supposed to say welcome home to you. If they so- notice. Wait. So, so I do have something that this, so okay. what happens when your contract is, is paid up since my contracts, my, both my contracts are now paid up. Like, do you get an email from them? Nothing happens. Like what, well, what goes on? I have no idea. I mm. don't know. Cause I've never had to do that. Yeah. I, I didn't have that situation. I, I would assume they're going to say something to you about the loan being paid up. I, I feel like I should know this, but I don't know. I guess we'll find out. I guess you will. If someone knows, uh, let us know on the Facebook page or, or somewhere else. Uh, you know, just let us know what happens when your loan's paid up. I, I didn't have a loan through Disney when I bought my initial one. I, I had a, a separate loan. So, but I mean, did they do anything when you were paid up? Oh, because you paid up up front. I got. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, hmm. yeah I, uh, yeah, I, I didn't do it that way. Uh, so the first time around. So, I guess we'll find out. I, I guess I you get will. a plaque. <laughs> you're always about your plaques you always gotta have the plaques i would love a plaque i think katie still has to make us a plaque because i'm definitely gonna if i don't go november i'm definitely losing points oh really well i mean you should be able to to be able to bank them though right yeah, but what did it say yeah but it only says i can bank for an extra year only 
2020 points, not 2019 points. I have like 40 2019 points that I would. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's a challenge. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's a good question. You could, I'm going to bring that up to them. I'm going to say it with like a plaque. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Well, Trevor, you want to go, goes. you want, you want to go ahead and wrap this up? Yeah. <laughs> we're just determined to get this to an hour yeah. 45 for some reason. No, I think, I think we are just chatting because we can, and it's our show. So that's funny. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. So, Anything that uh, you guys heard about on the show, if you have questions, comments, if you have things that you want us to talk about, uh, we're always open to getting emails at welcomehomepodcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you guys. Uh, If you don't want to talk to us on there, we are also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find us on Facebook as Welcome Home Podcast. Twitter is Welcome Home Pod, and Instagram is Welcome Home Picks. Those obviously all feed back to Facebook, but... uh, we uh we do talk to a lot of you guys on Facebook and again we love uh we love having that interaction uh with you guys and hearing your questions and comments and uh general observations about the stuff that we see um cuz it I I think it helps us get better at uh talking about these things as well because we've kind of formed this cool community here that uh you're all a part of. Uh which is cool. Yeah. We never expected that to happen. Exactly. And, and especially kind of organically, like it's happened. So that's yeah, cool. it's, it's, it's super nice to see everybody is, is cool with each other in our, uh, in our group. So still not a single reported post in our group. It's amazing. Yeah. Let, let's not start that now. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's not do that. Yeah. No, let's keep away from it. And, uh, outside of Facebook, uh, you can go to the website, which is welcomehomepodcast.com. You will find the most recent episodes Absolutely on Absolutely nothing. Um, you'll, you'll find the most recent episodes there. And you revamp uh, it, Damon. You revamp you did. it. No, I, I didn't revamp it anytime it, soon. It looks fine. It looks great. Yeah. You know what we need though? We need new quotes from us. I think that's what we should do. We should just like have like a list of like cool quotes. Something about us that you would, again, I've been doing too many interviews, but you know, hey, tell us something about yourself that people wouldn't expect and we can put them up on the website and then people would go there. Uh, we we can we can do something like that. Yeah, I think I, we can make that. Happen. I don't know. I'm sorry. I, I I got caught looking up plaques because I was trying to determine if I could actually make myself a plaque <laughs> and how much it would cost. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah. They're expensive. Plaques are expensive, like $70 for a good. Yeah, they're, they're very expensive. Well. I'll, I'll tell you what, if, if you can find a plaque, maybe we'll put it onto the store, which by the way, if uh, any of you are looking for some merch, <laughs> you can, uh, what a good transition that was. Thank wow. you. And you you can find our store I'm going to the store uh, right now. Store.welcomehomepodcast.com. Yep. Uh, what would I buy here? Get a mug, get a shirt. It's all <laughs> Wait, good. they have masks. Yeah, we have masks. Oh, yeah, we have masks. Oh, you can see that? Yeah. Get a welcome you home mask. Get a welcome home mask. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to lie. That has definitely piqued my interest a little bit more. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So check that out. And, uh, as usual, if you guys found us on, can you get a mask, Tom? No, Uh, it says there's no designs to display. Tom, Uh, come on, get on that, man. Uh, What what, what are you talking about? (laughs) You can't actually buy a mask. You should be able to. That's a new product. You should be able to get any product that they have. Uh, No, you can get all the other products. It says there's no designs on there, though. You have to go do something. I I guess I'm going to have to do something. I didn't think I had to. Okay, all right. So while Tom is I'm about to buy 100 masks right now, and now I can't buy any. (laughs) I'll get on it. I'll get on it. All right. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) 
Can, can you, I get the train back? You can still buy a onesie please? though. Don't worry, onesies still are still buy a there. Onesie. Yeah, if you want a onesie for yourself, uh, I mean, or for your child, probably. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they don't make adult size onesies, but I would wear that. <laughs> wow, this is really going off the rails. All yeah. right, go ahead, Trevor. Last part here. <laughs> so I was going to say, if uh, you guys found us on iTunes or top. Spotify, tank top, or Sorry, any of those Trevor. services, that's all right. Uh, <laughs> David's just discovering hey, what, our store. Like, what's right a now. curvy tank? <laughs> what the heck is a curvy tank? Uh, right. Is this the first time you've been in our store? <laughs> the first time I saw a curvy tank. I want to know what that oh is. Gosh. I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> a racer back? What is a racer back? There's a lot of stuff out here. People should go look. Okay, if uh, if anyone out there is enjoying this train wreck, um, you can leave <laughs> us a review on iTunes or something like that. <laughs> Yeah, do do that, please. <laughs> by, by the time it goes up, maybe Tom will have fixed masks. I'll get I'll get masks on there. I probably I just need to I just need to make it as a product that we can sell. So I, I will do that, and you can you can go get a mask. <laughs> so anyway, sorry, Trevor. So <laughs> no, it's all good. <laughs> oh, what a mess! It's one of those days. <sighs> uh, no, I we we. It's just you know this is how the end of the podcast always goes because we get punchy. Uh, so don't forget to subscribe. Sub- I can't even speak. Don't forget to subscribe to Welcome Home Podcast so you can be reminded every time we release a new episode. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, just about any place you can find podcasts. You can find us. Search for Welcome Home and find the one that's uh, a castle and not any other, you know, imposter Welcome Homes that seem to be popping up daily. If they were smart, they'd have a castle as their logo as well. Just to steal our listeners? I, I have to. We're by far the most popular Welcome Home podcast right yeah okay so at least we got that going for us yeah it would be bad if we weren't it'd be terrible i would hate that (laughs) all right so just as a reminder to our listeners as always welcome home podcast is for entertainment only we are not employed by the walt disney company and as such any and all opinions we express on this show are our own so please contact uh, contact a uh, dvc representative a disney cast member for more information about anything we talked about today uh big thank you to our sponsors today uh dvc rental store Really appreciate them sponsoring us and being our partners uh, for for quite a while now. They've been probably over a year now. They've been working with us, uh, so we appreciate them. Please check them out. Uh, please, of course, as always, join us next time for more Disney Parks discussion and more DVC talk. We hope to see you all real soon. This is Skipper Albert Awall, the voice of the jungle, signing off from Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. When we hit a chair How she can cuddle Is no man's affair I looked around from pole to pole Found her in a sugar bowl Green